0: We've all made mistakes, we've all done stupid shit, we're all broken inside, we're all okay do you do you have pretty decent service wherever you're at
1: yeah yeah i do i should be good
0: okay yeah i just wanted to make sure Uh, i didn't want to be like dipping out basically how i have this set up is uh i have my phone sitting right next to uh my good microphone and then like i have a dynamic microphone kind of like a performing microphone um, oh nice! That I just—I'm just gonna hold it in front of my face, kind of interview style, because I'd rather—I'd okay. rather the phone get picked up a little bit better on that and stuff. I'm sure that there's an easier way to do this, but whatever.
1: <laughs> Man, no, that works. That totally works.
0: Yeah, I was kind of testing it, um, just by using like I was putting my phone up to the microphone and then like playing Voxer because that kind of sounds like you're on the phone. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Granted, I think my last Vox, I uh. I think Trevor texted me and is like, I didn't hear a word you said. I hear, <laughs> I yeah, know, I know. I was
0: going to message you too because I was like, I maybe picked up like uh, a half of it and then it would just like <laughs> start, <laughs> start cutting out. And then Matt's, Matt's last box was like.
1: <sighs> it was, it sounded like he was getting jumped.
0: Like, <laughs> dude, I thought he dropped <laughs> his phone in like water <laughs> or something. I was yeah, like,
1: straight oh, up. there goes his like, phone. There were like loud <laughs> shots throughout it too. Like these big noises i
0: was like is he getting shot right now is yeah right
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly
0: he was he was wearing a uh, maga hat and he w- drove into the wrong <laughs> neighborhood or something <laughs> yeah he
1: drove into west valley with a maga
0: hat <laughs> <laughs> uh, well i'm i already started rolling here so i hope you're cool with that All right. Uh, yeah um well like to Formally welcome everyone to this podcast episode over the phone with my good friend Jaden. Uh, calling all the way from Tejas.
1: <laughs> yes, sir.
0: Which is kind of crazy to think about. Um, oh yeah, it's super weird. But yeah, I was like, I was like, you know, what? fuck it. Like, I'm I'm stuck inside right now because I'm quarantining and shit. So I was like, hey, th- this sounds like some some fun to do. And shit, I haven't talked to you on the phone in a long time, you know, aside from, you know, just Voxer chats and stuff, so I figured oh, yeah, I'd do this, and I, uh, I was like, you know, what do I want to do for my birthday? I want to fucking talk to my homie, you know, and do a podcast <laughs> episode. <laughs> well,
1: gee golly, man.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, dude. Like, this is ass, man. I'm stuck inside for my birthday. <laughs>
1: that really does suck. Is today your literal
0: birthday? Yeah, like, today, today is my birthday. <laughs> oh, happy birthday, man! Well, thank you. <laughs> Sorry, I
1: didn't know off the top of my head. No, I, uh, no, you're good, dude. I, I jack wouldn't jack expect anybody to. know. An on this uh, podcast, but you
0: know, <laughs> right, yeah. No. I am. <laughs>
1: happy birthday, man! That's awesome. Oh, I
0: appreciate it. Yeah, dude. I uh,
1: I usually always know my friends' birthdays just from Facebook, but like, obviously with the election, I haven't. On, on Facebook yeah. in probably two weeks now.
0: <laughs> I, I, yeah, no kidding. I stay the hell off Facebook yeah. as much as I can. Um, but, also, I don't think my Facebook has notified me of anyone's birthdays. Maybe because I turned off all of them because it was just every day and I'm like, I don't give a shit about you. I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah, straight up. Yeah, mo- like 90% of the time it's like, oh, some kid from high school's birthday I forgot existed. Like, I don't care. But, yeah, exactly. yeah, It was nice though because it was always easy to remember people's birthdays when it was, like, giving you a notification, I'd like, oh, sweet, it's Jordan's birthday. A lot of yeah. Sorry about that, man. That's awesome. Oh, dude,
0: Happy you don't birthday. need to apologize. <laughs> Holy shit. It's just another day. I'm 27, <laughs> dude. I'm, like, getting to be – I'm officially in my late 20s, and I feel every bit of that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> God bless you, man. Uh, yeah, I – I mean, I'm – how old are you again? Are you – 27. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm 25, so I'm, like, two years younger, but even then, like, I feel like somewhere between 23 and 24, like, it hit me, like, you're not 17 anymore, like, you can't just go on a three-mile run and not feel it the next day, you know? Like,
0: like, I slept with, uh, (laughs) so I slept in my lady's bed, and I fell asleep on my stomach, but, like, with two pillows under my head, because I fell asleep watching TV, and I turned over to my stomach, and so oh, I was yeah. kind of like just scorpioned, you know what I mean, like my position. <laughs> and my back hurts so fucking bad today. Oh, what I'm you, man. <laughs> I know exactly what you're saying. And I'm like, oh, my God. All I did was sleep with two pillows, and I'm, like, <laughs> destroyed. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Five, you sleep with two pillows, and it's like a critical injury that's gonna take you out for
0: a couple of days. <laughs> right, like I'm out of commission for. Like it's literally it's like the straw that broke the camel's like, back. Oh,
1: you being this week? It's like no, I, I just I slept with, with two pillows this week. I yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> sound like such a vagina. Like,
1: <laughs>
0: I took it. Uh, oh my god. Oh. Uh, well, uh, how are things going for you down there in uh, old Tejas?
1: They're awesome, man. i'm uh, Really, really busy. Um, obviously moving down here was a huge kind of last second life change, but, um, it's been really good, um, really rewarding. And I mean, I couldn't ask for anything better right now. Um, so yeah, it's, it's interesting. Like I said, if you were to like flashback a year ago and you told me that I would live in like this really small town in Texas where my folks live, there's no way I would have believed you. Right. Like they just, was never even close to my desire, but I bet, but yeah, it all worked out. So that's, that's what we're doing now.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I like never really imagined you being a school teacher, but like, I'm, I'm really glad that you're enjoying it.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And like, neither did I, to be honest. Um, and it's probably not likely going to be my, um, like permanent profession kind of like i've said on boxer before but i i mean like i said rural texas man they'll pay teachers a boatload of money to come out here and try to educate their kids from getting f's to c's (laughs) (laughs) that's like literally what my job is now um and i'll probably we're thinking about doing it for probably two to three years before we head back to grad school and try to do the whole law school thing, but, uh,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. Trying to do it immediately. Like my original plan was was just not working out for me. Um, I talked about the LSAT, how it was going okay. Like I was able to get good enough scores to get into schools, but not to get the scholarships to the schools I was trying to get to. And it was just so stressful. And I was like, look, I could go and do this, but we're going to be buried in debt for the rest of our lives if I do like why not go make some really solid money out here in oil country where they pay everyone a ludicrous amount of money for whatever job you have
0: um, you can up for own tigers can too. It. That's a that's a perk, you know.
1: What's that? Sorry.
0: You can you can own tigers too. That's pretty cool.
1: <laughs> yes. yes, it is. We got one in the backyard right now. <laughs> we got a leopard coming in next week. It's uh, it's pretty sick. <laughs> we named him Joe. <laughs> yes, Na- named. A- <laughs> and if you get
0: a female, you're gonna name him Carol. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's exactly right, man. Uh yeah. It's it's you definitely feel that kind of lifestyle change out here texas is definitely different oh, than utah in every Holy single shit. way but for, I, I, and honestly it's, it's in a way that i appreciate um, like i would say the culture of texas is more along the lines of what i prefer than really anywhere else i've ever lived before i um, including colorado which i love colorado
0: yeah, yeah yeah you say how much you loved it there but that, that's cool man yeah. there's lots of people moving to texas like i thought that there was a lot of people moving to Idaho until I saw, like, a statistic that, um, I think it was, like, 700,000 people had moved from just California alone to Texas in the past, like, five years. (laughs) I'm like, what the fuck,
1: dude? It's crazy. It's super crazy. And, like, people that live in Texas, of of course, obviously, are saying, don't move here. Like, especially if you're from California, do not move here.
0: Oh, yeah. I (laughs) feel that. I feel that, dude. Anytime... Someone you're talking to here there's like oh yeah i'm not originally from idaho i'm like let me guess california and they're like well, how'd oh, you no. know it's like what th- What do you mean how did i know <laughs>
1: <laughs> so it's like it's 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 pretty obvious like it's been yeah. happening for a long time now it's like you talk so great about how ca- good california is i'm like how come so many of you leave then <laughs>
0: like, <laughs> yeah or they want to come here and complain about how different it is. It's like, yeah, that's kind of the point. Um, yeah. you can go back anytime you want. Really?
1: Yeah. You can go back and please don't try to change Idaho or Texas to mm. become in California.
0: Because exactly. can you not
1: put two and two together here? You left for a reason.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's just create, yeah. Let's just create another California. It's like, you oh. should have just stayed there. Let's oh, ge- yeah, gentrify everything. And, uh, well, dude, the-
1: that's exactly what happened to Colorado. Honestly, like, yeah. Colorado, not that I'm like hardcore red or hardcore blue, obviously. We're you and I have talked about this, we were both pretty reasonable people. You know, if you could put us in any box, it'd be libertarianism, right?
0: Yeah, but exactly.
1: At the end of the day, it's like Colorado used to be heavily red and I think during the first Obama run it flipped blue. And like ever since then, like ironically speaking and not ironically speaking, it's not ironic at all I should say. Colorado's gotten worse, right? Like It's homelessness rates have gotten worse, right? It's uh, addiction rates have gotten worse. It's depression and suicidal rates have gotten worse. Like, everything about Colorado has gotten worse. I'm like, do you not see a strange correlation there? Like, it's cool that Colorado isn't just hardcore um, conservative anymore, but it's just gone way over the deep end as far as, like, its it's radical beliefs go. Well,
0: it's gone right Uh, to the left almost, you know?
1: Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. And so I'm like, if that somehow happened to Texas, which I don't think it would anytime soon, or Idaho give me a break but
0: it mm. is what it is right um shoot what was i gonna say um oh you were talking about like when it was uh obama's like was it the re-election that it started to happen or is it like his first election
1: i actually can't remember if colorado flipped during his first or second i want to say it was his first okay uh, but yeah that's that's when Cause Colorado is always pretty liberal, like, especially in the Denver area, but the Western slope from, is hardcore, like coal mine country Mm -hmm. and agriculture, very rural. Right. Um, but that like, I mean, that's, that's very rare now for uh, Colorado will probably never go back to being a conservative or red uh, state anymore.
0: I don't think any States will, to be honest, like the more, I don't know. I feel like the whole country is, like, wanting to lean uh, left, you know. All the people that were more middle ground are wanting to lean more left nowadays. And it just makes the people that have been right seem much more radical, you know. Oh, totally. Because it, like – well, you can only push somebody so far till they're like, no, fuck you. Like, you know. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, I kind of understand it, but – yeah I kind of wonder also if like Colorado with them like being one of the I think they were probably one of the first states to legalize recreational uh marijuana too so I'm sure that that they brought were. like a lot of like you know hippie types for lack, lack of a better term you know
1: Right. no that's yeah that's exactly what it was I think Colorado was shortly followed by Washington if I remember correctly
0: yeah I think so um
1: yeah, which is great. Like, I'm not against that at all. But like, no. obviously, there's ramifications, um, and then like, kind of have to uh, anticipate what those ramifications are. And Colorado has not done that at all, right? And no. so, like, yeah. You know, and Now it's just like totally flipped uh, its culture, at least demographically speaking. And now it's it's like the my dad grew up in Boulder, Colorado, right, which was back in the day extremely racist, right? Extremely. Really. Because um, all I hear about yeah.
0: Boulder now is, like, it is the crunch town of America. Like, it is crunchy granola. Oh,
1: it's it's the most grungy granola town you'll ever go to, right? Yeah. Like, I love my buffs, right? I go on the support bus, watch bus. Usually, like, twice a year, I'll go to a football game. And literally, I want to take a shower when I get out of there cause <laughs> no one else has. Like, for the last two weeks, like, I want to take a shower on behalf of the whole town because, like, oh. I just can't be there for more than a few hours before I'm like, okay. Screw Boulder, like I gotta get out of here.
0: Yeah, it <laughs> reeks of patchouli oil and hemp.
1: <laughs> yeah, bingo. That's literally all it is.
0: <laughs> I've seen too many Birkenstocks in the winter time. This is weird.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, Birkenstocks or just no shoes at all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: shoes are a construct, bro. But, uh, it's the so man mean, it's trying crazy. to keep you Colorado
1: down. has just like it went from one hyper extreme to the other with absolutely zero balance. All in probably. 30 years, so it's really amazing how that town flipped, and I guess on a smaller scale speaks to the whole state of Colorado overall, but yeah, Yeah, it is what it is, we'll see what happens with it,
0: that's freaking wild, man,
1: Um, Uh, well,
0: uh, yeah, I mean, we don't have to talk about, you know, too much politics and stuff, but, uh, and because
1: we don't want to get shot or died,
0: (laughs) right, but dude, like, it, everyone's, like, all preparing for uh, rioting and stuff like that. And all I was thinking, I'm like, really, you only have to prepare for rioting for one side winning. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Isn't that ironic? <laughs> I'm like, Biden has won, and I have yet to see any riots going on.
1: <laughs> it's like, well, I guess, you know, we'll riot after we go to work, and then it's like, ah, we got tired of
0: work, <laughs> Yeah, <whatever>. like, yeah, <laughs> my back hurts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Straight up, it's like, I can't hold a picket fence, or a picket fence, a picket sign for a couple hours tonight. Like, I got stuff to do.
0: Exactly. (laughs) So, Uh, uh, But yeah, I saw so many businesses, like, boarding up their windows, and I'm like, yeah, well, if you're so sure your guy is going to win, then I don't think you have to worry too much.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, not at all. Yeah, not at all. It was kind of wild, actually. So here's a weird story for you. Um, My mom uh tagged me in a Facebook post three or four weeks ago. I can't remember when um, it was before I deleted Facebook for the time being. And, um, or I guess just turned off my notifications and don't check it. But um, uh, it was weird because she tagged me in a post that someone had made. Right. And this post wasn't a viral post or anything. It was just from some lady who lives here in the town in Texas where we live, it's called Snyder, right? Snyder, Texas. And right. some lady from Snyder was recording her TV set and uh, she put this recording of her TV set on Facebook and said, is this real? And the TV was showing a newscast from some conser- like major conservative uh, radio program. I think it's called The Blaze. It's like with Glenn Beck or whatever. Okay. And Glenn Beck was interviewing, I don't know who he was, um, but some guy that like... Uh, He's like an emergency preparedness expert in the state of Texas. Like, he, his whole job is to make sure that like things don't get out of hand as far as like rioting, so far as. I don't know if he's like on the police force or what. I don't know who he is, but he had said that the somehow or another, um, the uh, there had been an intercepted Zoom call in which there were like anti-fem members speaking with each other and planning out riots that they were going to pull off in the state of Texas if Trump were to win,
0: oh right? Oh, my God.
1: And they targeted eight hotspots they were going to go and, like, burn down businesses, go, like, physically intimidate people, right, or, or, or go burn down homes, right, if they had Trump flags and but stuff like so that. But they're
0: so tolerant, though. I don't understand. Right. Why Why would <laughs> they... It...
1: <laughs> yeah, right? Like, it makes, it all makes perfect sense, right? <laughs> anyway, here's the weirdest part. When they're listing off the places they were going they were talking about like these rich suburban neighborhoods in houston right and they were talking about going up to dallas and there are just a few spots and somehow snyder texas this town of like maybe eleven thousand people made the list like, oh this town why so, immediately i watched it and i was like okay this isn't like a viral video this isn't a deep fake this isn't something that like somebody's trying to fear me with like this lady was literally just recording your TV set and said, "Hey guys, like all the people who live in Snyder, is this true?" And so I don't, I don't think it was true, obviously, because like, well, we don't know because Trump didn't win, but had he won, I doubt anything would have happened. But even then, like the first thing I did is go out and buy ammo. That's like the very first step I took. I was like, I have no idea if this is or isn't going to happen, but like, who knows? Yeah, so I, I I'm asked. getting
0: ready for the worst. But dude, like, why Snyder though? Like, yeah. why?
1: <laughs> it's like. Okay, first off, Snyder, Texas. lives like, everyone here has a Trump flag in front of the house, right? And oh, everyone sure. thought that Trump was the savior, like, pretty obnoxious, to be honest. Um, but that, what I don't get is if you are some, like, outside coalition, like, planning to come and take over Snyder, you're not going to get far, right? Like, people own tanks here. <laughs> like, they have, like, the <laughs> turrets set up beside their house, right? Like, it's not a matter of, like, should I buy a gun? It's which gun am I going to use to shoot whoever walks in my yeah, front yard. I can't decide.
0: Don't. I can't decide.
1: Yeah. So it's hysterical. They're
0: militarized tigers that they can mount and they will ride into battle. <laughs> yeah,
1: straight up. Just these overweight people that, like, that like can't run but have guns. You know?
0: Attack Sheer Khan. Attack. <laughs>
1: That's exactly what it is. Yeah, for a few weeks there, I was like, man, if Trump wins this thing, like, I don't know what's gonna happen. Um, but yeah, so it was funny.
0: Yeah, honestly, I don't really care. Um, you know, I like—I'll be honest. I I did vote for Trump mainly because I just <laughs> I did not want to see what Kamala Harris could possibly do. Because we all know that go. Joe Joe Biden is gonna die in like a matter of a uh, year. <laughs>
1: <laughs> by, by either natural or secretive causes, right? Yeah, like, he's, he's going to be gonna suicided. <laughs> or unnatural, sorry. By unnatural causes or secretive causes, right?
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I just uh, i I don't want to see what she's going to do, mainly to the Second Amendment and stuff, because she Bingo. is very outspoken against the Second Amendment. And that's just one of those things, like <clears> – <throat> Uh, I I can be understanding, and open-minded about a lot of things, uh, but when it comes to the Second Amendment, that is one thing where I'm like, no, you're wrong, and here's why, and stuff like oh. I, won't, I won't even hear you out because here's why you're wrong, and stuff. Here's statistics, you know, and you know, funny enough, um, for my senior project in high school, I did my um, my whole project on concealed weapons on college campuses and. It's ironic that I did that on on that because a big a big point of mine was the Virginia Tech shooting back in 2007, yeah. and we're, weirdly enough, I end up going on my mission to Virginia, and I was in that town like a lot.
1: Right, <laughs> yeah, Blacksburg, like, yeah,
0: yeah, and it was just super. Uh, it was super interesting to be able to actually talk to people that knew folks that were. Involved in the shooting, maybe even lost someone in the shooting, and you know even the people there uh, I had talked to, and they're like, yeah, if people were would have been allowed to carry on this campus, I think a lot of kids could have been saved, and stuff, and it's like, boom, bingo, there you go, like oh, yeah. these are the these are the actual victims themselves, you know saying that, and you're gonna try and say, Oh, this is just so dangerous, you know, and it's like um <laughs> If someone's going to shoot up a school, they're not going to give a fuck what the law is and stuff. And that's all there is to it. And they're going to obtain a gun one way or the other, whether they're legally allowed to or not. And so you might as well have it so that people that are responsible and, you know, uh, what's the word? Uh, Law abiding. God, uh, law abiding. And they can actually have a concealed weapon. Why wouldn't you want those people like it's it's literally like having a, a, a cop in every room. You can't have police officers everywhere on a campus and you, you can't have um you can't have a response time any faster than having concealed weapon holders in your classroom. Like that is immediate response time. Why would you want not want your students to be protected?
1: Oh yeah, dude. Yeah, it, it's 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 exactly right. I'm sure that your uh, senior project covered this, but like the reason we never hear about law-abiding citizens with uh, concealed carrying licenses, uh, like we never hear the stories about those people saving the day, right? It's because, at a, the media doesn't care, right? But b, it's never usually a big deal because the guy that was trying to shoot up the mall at the school gets killed immediately and detained or detained immediately,
0: right? right? Yeah. So it's never
1: a big deal. The only times where we hear about shootings are when. It's in an environment or within a public setting where there is no one who has a gun on them, yeah. right? Who doesn't carry and there is an opportunity to kill them, right? It's common sense, but we never look at it that way, right? We're so yeah. afraid of the idea that, like, the more guns you have, the more likely it's going to happen. No, just the opposite, most likely speaking, but, well, you know, it's...
0: Honestly, I think that, like, the media kind of ha- it is glorified shooters and given so much attention to the shooter oh, yeah. themselves to the point where, like, people are like, oh, man, if... Like, someone who is mentally unstable, it's like, if I did a shooting, I would be immortal, whether I died or yeah. not. You know, my name will live on. Everyone remembers the names of the shooters, not the victims.
1: Dylan Harris, uh, or Eric Harris, Dylan Claybold, right? Columbine. Yep. Those are two names that, being from Colorado, I know, like, the same if you say Abraham Lincoln, right? You say mm-hmm. Dylan, uh, Eric Harris, Dylan Claybold. Like, I know who those two guys are, right? They will always live exactly. in my memory It's like... Well, they're they're infamous, right? But they're still names that I'll always remember. They're eternal to me, <laughs> which yeah. is sad.
0: But yeah, and <clears throat> could you say a single name of any of the victims?
1: Sorry, what's that? Oh, yeah, yeah. exactly. No, not not at yeah. all. Right, not at all. That's a great point, actually.
0: Yeah, it's. I think the media themselves are the ones that are perpetuating this problem in America. It's like stop giving so much like. I don't care if it's a negative light. You're still giving them glory. You're just, every time you mention their name, they are glorified. and oh, stuff. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think that, I think that, that is the big problem.
1: Yeah. Um, right I there. I can't remember what state it was. Maybe there's a few, but there are a few states that are trying to push a bill through advocating for media outlets to not publish uh, the names of public killers anymore. Just to say, like this person is this person. Like, you can show a picture of them, but like, put the black bar across their eyes. Right. You can tell them the background. Right. Granted, that'd be super hard because like, the people who knew who it was would eventually come out and say, and then I right. mean yeah. that. But still, like, yeah. I mean, that would help. You know. Uh, At least yeah. I think.
0: But... I I totally think so. Um, but yeah. Anywho, I that's just that's the one thing that I can't. Um... I kind of uh, like give give on, you know. And it's not even, yeah. it's not even a matter of like giving in. It's just I am educated enough on the topic to the point where it's like I have made a decision and it cannot be changed. Oh right. yeah, I'm just educated. That's all there is to it. I right. think everyone that <laughs> isn't educated on the Second Amendment and shootings and everything like that, they would think the same way. And if they're if they don't, then they are literally just lying to themselves.
1: Right. Yeah, it's not so much a difference of opinion. It's just a difference in fact set. And yeah. Your fact set carries more weight than theirs. but
0: Yeah, you know, I'm sure it's... anybody could say, oh, you're just a dumb redneck in Idaho and that's all you've ever known. It's like, no, there's plenty of things that I've changed my mind on um, totally. growing up in a very, very uh, Republican home and honestly kind of an outdated <laughs> like mindset oh, yeah. that my parents have and stuff. So, you know, f- for instance, if I still... Thought the same way I did when I was uh, growing up and stuff. I would be, you know, very against gay marriage and stuff. And now, like, I've thought for myself and actually reasoned, and I realize I'm like, oh, it doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> <Yeah. Bingo. laughs> Who cares? No one's gonna fuck me in the ass. That's all that matters. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's like, I, so I was having this debate with um, one of my family members recently this family member of mine um they so they're an active member of the church right and they are extremely dogmatically conservative right Mm -hmm. and um it's so funny because this family member of mine has friends who are gay right and she's so nice to them treats them super well like treats them equally but like behind their back she's just like i can't believe they're sinning i can't believe they're doing this right and like i can tell in her brain i'm like so mom like Oh, I, I just blew it. It was my mom, right? <laughs> I, <laughs> so it's my mom and you know, she she has all these Christmas, she's super nice to them, but behind their back, like she kinda feels as if they um, are living like this sinful and 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 uh, backwards lifestyle that God doesn't ordain or does ordain. And I'm like, yeah. okay, mom, like whether or not that's true. We don't know, right? Like, I'm not going to sit here and act like I know that God hates gay marriage. Like, I don't know that's true or not, right? Exactly. Uh, Yeah, so, like, why not just let them do what they're going to do, right? Like, it's okay. Like, you can treat them equally. And at the same time, don't do anything that will jeopardize their lifestyle or their rights to marry who they want to marry, right? Right. And at first, she was like, oh, yeah, I already do that. I totally do that. I'm like, but do you? Like, (laughs) did you stand with the church when they um, voted for Prop 8 or tried to push forward Prop 8? And she took a step back and she's like, Well, yeah, because it's the church. And I'm like, so you agree that the church should have literally advocated and told the government, you cannot have your hand in marriage at all until it comes to people who want to marry somebody of the yeah. same sex.
0: Well, truly do like, you
1: not see the hypocrisy there? Like, if, if government doesn't have a hand in marriage, it has a, it doesn't have a hand in marriage for anyone, whether it's like me marrying a tree, or me marrying a dude, or me marrying a woman, right? It's across the board for everybody, but for conservatives, they just can't really wrap their head around that, which is so dreading.
0: And honestly, it's like, if you're a true patriot, you believe in the Constitution, saying that there has to be a separation of church and state, and if you think that the government should have a right to say, um, you know, what is a holy marriage, or whatever, or bringing, basically bringing any sort of religious belief into Legislation, then you therefore are not upholding the Constitution, and you are not very patriotic, and stuff. So, like, you just you can't let your, like, yes, we have the freedom of religion, but you should never let religion, uh, get involved with legislation passed.
1: Oh yeah, yeah, it's totally dogmatic to do so. I mean, where do you draw the line if that's the case, right? Exactly. By that same criteria, you can outlaw Mormonism because, like. There's tons of Christian churches that are probably offended by things Mormons believe, right? And if right, the government right. needs to uphold the, those beliefs of that religion, then all of a sudden, like, slash out all these things that the Mormon church believes, and that's offensive to another Christian religion, right? <laughs> like,
0: yeah, gosh. yeah, exactly. Um, but anywho, I'm. Uh, I think we've talked enough about <laughs> politics here
1: happy birthday man
0: <laughs> no it's, it's don't feel bad about it i opened up that uh opened up that door so
1: <laughs> and i'm totally it's fine with it it's i fun. just
0: wanted to get some dumb good fun on this podcast as well so i really want you to tell the story of your because i don't i okay so it's been a long time since i did an episode with you over the phone to, do you remember if you told the story about um, your free pizza that you gave to Trevor?
1: I, I, I can't remember. I want to say we did tell that one.
0: We did? Okay.
1: When we did. But I I can't remember. if you. If, I mean, I'm happy to tell it again if we want to. Or we can move on to another one. Either way is fine. Me.
0: <laughs> um, so either that one or I think there was a – I believe that there was a a story that kind of came to light that I was unaware of about a certain I won't say his name but a certain companion of yours that you had after after me.
1: <laughs> comp- uh, uh,
0: the companion that you had after me.
1: After you. Which companion did I have after you?
0: It was in uh, it was in Pembroke.
1: Are we talking about? Oh wait wait wait! I had him before you or after you? After. I had this companion after you had served with him.
0: No, after you wait. Okay. <sighs> who, I was, see what
1: you're saying. who was the most you troubling are, you companion almost... you
0: had? Let's just put it that way. Who was the most troubling companion you had?
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, I figured that's what you were getting at. Sorry, okay. I got confused. I uh, think I okay. said it right.
0: So you told me something about like him <laughs> getting letters that was like confirmation for what your theories were and stuff and i was like holy crap like what
1: oh yeah dude yeah so just to be straight we're talking about um like oh hold on dude okay my bad I see. Oh, I'm so stupid. We served together <laughs> right before we had this. Yes. Okay. Makes sense. I thought you were saying that you had also served with him, and I was no. like, uh, I think that was I Elder I almost
0: <laughs> did. I almost did.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. And I would love to hear that part of your story. My bad. I totally botched all that. Let's get into the clearance here. Yeah. So I had a companion um, right after serving with my good friend Jordan Comby here, and. Um, it was the six weeks I... No, no, no. The 12 weeks... Correct myself. The 12 weeks I spent with this guy was life-changing and not in a positive.
0: you talking about me? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> After Jordan, do you want me to tell the story from the beginning, or do you want me just to cut to the end, or what What would you like here? Uh,
0: I, I guess we can cut to the end, because I think you had mentioned a little bit about him in the previous episode. Oh, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah so... What happened was, long story short, I had found out that this companion had been stroking off to me for 12 weeks, (laughs) (laughs) and I and I knew it was true. Like it wasn't like something I speculated. Like I found hard evidence, if you know what I mean to suggest.
0: I found I found the ejaculate in the bathroom.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And I that's so funny. Here I am laughing about that now, right? But uh. Like in the moment, I was so traumatized.
0: So like, disturbing, <laughs> so disturbing.
1: <laughs> so yeah, I'm glad you brought up the story. Cause this is something I, I usually leave out of the story that I don't mention just cause like for this individual, it's probably so embarrassing, but if we <laughs> keep it anonymous, no one will ever know.
0: Right. But exactly.
1: So on an exchange on the mission, um, I was with a good friend of mine. His name is Elder Tom or Colton Thomas. Um, so to colton thomas i have no idea where that guy is in life now i swear he has no social media dropped off the face of the earth but he was a cool guy man i'd love to catch up with him someday if i ever kid but we would always go on weekly exchanges just because like he was serving with tough companion i was serving with a tough companion and one day um we were on an exchange together we were in pembroke we we're walking through the apartment and um El- elder let's call him Elder... I
0: don't know. Why don't we just just call him uh, Elder Twink?
1: Elder Blake? Twink. Twink. (laughs) (laughs) Elder Twink. (laughs) Elder Dwank, Elder Jerk, Elder Wank, either one. (laughs) Elder Wank, he left a letter wide open on his desk for us, just like begging to be read, right? And so me being like this missionary who struggled with like having hardcore internal guilt about things i didn't read it right i chose not to read it i was like i'm not gonna read it i'm not gonna invade his personal privacy right like i don't i just i couldn't do it and then elder thomas shows up and he goes hey dude elder wank left his letter out here like let's read it and immediately media's like oh okay <laughs> <laughs> didn't <laughs> have to twist my arm me read his letter and uh it's from his mom right and oh gosh it's so sad your mom was saying things like it starts out kind of normal to say, like, hey, how's everything going? Like, how are your investigators? Hope the work is going well. That's like the first paragraph, right? Second paragraph says things like, hey, so remember Elder Wink, like, don't do things like chew with your mouth full of food or oh, talk with your mouth full of food. or uh,
0: <laughs> Should like not be a reminder 20-year-old. for a 20 year old.
1: right. So let me digress here a little bit. You know, one of the weird fears that I had before going on my mission was that, like, I would end up serving with a gay companion. Not because I'm homophobic, right? Like, I have plenty of friends who are gay, pe- plenty of people I admire who are gay, right? But it is, it is strange. Like, it's, it, it's, it'd be living with someone who's sexually attracted to you, right? Like, yeah. and you're not sexually attracted back to them. Like, it's just a weird thing. Like, that's not offensive, right? But Yeah, you're anyway. like,
0: look, I'm a great-looking guy. What guy
1: wouldn't be attracted to me? <laughs> <laughs> and even if I wasn't, like... I'm sure he would be, because this guy had pretty low standards, based off of what I could tell, so, <laughs> um, but anyway, but I remember always thinking, like, but hey, you know, even if I did, like, at least I'd know that they were really clean, and had good, like, manners, and, like, you know, m- most people, most gay people have, like, a really good personality, and, like, really good sense of carrying themselves, right? right? no no not at all like this guy had no hygiene he didn't dress well he was stinky he was very rude like he just he had the social skills of a nine-year-old right um, it was it was so backwards so anyway that second paragraph was dedicated to his mom like talking him through everything and be like remember elder wank like don't do all of these things. And I was like, oh, okay, like he is clearly not listening to a word. His mom's telling him. <laughs> like, <he must> <laughs> skipping this whole paragraph. Cause like, we literally can't even go to dinner appointments anymore. Cause the members are so sick of this guy. So yeah. then we get to the third paragraph and the third paragraph is dedicated towards asking elder wank about his problem. Right. And every time she'd write his problem, she'd put it in quotation marks. She'd say like, so elder wank, how's everything going with, the problem <laughs> 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 and immediately like elder Thomas at this point knew what it was. Like I told him everything. Right. And so we're just dying laughing, reading about the problem. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> um, eventually like she's gone down the letter and it says, I remember the first time you came out to me and told me that you were addicted to like watching gay porn. And when I was able to confide in you and tell you that when I was younger, I was as well
0: no way <laughs> like,
1: i was like wait wait, wait go back like, what does that say and come to find out like elder wank i almost said it <laughs> her mom was like the same person he was right like she had lesbian feelings right but she obviously was married to a man and had kids right but like she was a closeted lesbian right, right? and she like told him in this letter that she um Like, had been addicted to, like, lesbian pornography when she was a kid. Hey, who is And, like, how her story was pretty analogous to Elder Wings, right? And all that, like, I'm not judging that. That's fine. But why did he leave the letter wide open (laughs) on his desk for us to read?
0: He wanted you (laughs) to know.
1: That just kills me. So we sat down and read that letter. Like, I wonder if any other letters are like this, right? So we, of course, bust into his little, uh cabinet and just read all of his letters for his family, and almost every single one of those letters are exactly the same as the one on the desk.
0: Just Oh like, my god.
1: Yeah, opening paragraphs, how's the area? Second paragraph, are you chew- or, are talking with your mouth closed when you're eating food, right? And then last, like how's the problem? <laughs> like, we sat there and probably read like 30 letters that night. <laughs> 30 letters. We weren't tracking. We didn't go teach. We just read his letters the whole night. <laughs> <laughs> and seriously, like, you could have put them up on, like, a pinboard and made, like, a web of connections. Like, when they do, like, on the detective shows, but they're trying to trace, like, who killed this guy and who killed this guy. Like, it would be a whole web of ideas connecting to each other. Like, wow, it makes sense why I so screwed up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, the poor guy was a mess, man. Oh, yeah. Just a-
0: gosh! <laughs> yeah, I I never knew about the whole letter thing, and then when you told me on Voxer, I was like, what?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, to be honest, I feel so bad about like I felt really bad about it for a long time because like, you know, it's just privacy and like I've got like like I said, I have a kind of guilty consciousness with things, and so like I right. didn't tell anyone that for a long time because I don't want them to know. I think I got. And then, you know, it's been years now and, like, I have spoken a word to this guy and no one ever will know who he is. But, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's funny because now that I've kind of gotten over that guilt factor, I look back and I'm like, man, that's a really good addition to that story. I don't know why I don't tell that part in the story whenever I tell people the whole <laughs> spiel about how I found out.
0: <laughs> well, it's just like, it was like he was baiting you, you know? Like, what's that it's like he was baiting you like just like oh, leaving yeah. it out there it's like dude you wanted me to know
1: <laughs> yeah yeah that's a good point like maybe he was trying to spell it out to me <laughs>
0: yeah he's like i want to fuck you
1: <laughs> like, i don't know how i can make this any more obvious here elder cowley but <laughs>
0: spread them boy <laughs> No, oh. let's be honest. He would he would be the catcher. He would definitely be the catcher. Oh, situation. without
1: a doubt. Man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he was dried out as it was. <laughs> he didn't have anything else to give.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's going to take meanwhile, me while. I was while. on, on the my opposite fourth end time of the spectrum. today. <laughs> Wait, what was that?
1: I said, meanwhile, I was on the opposite end of the spectrum. Like, I was having probably four or five wet dreams a night. <laughs>
0: yeah i know you would you would tell me like three in the night and i
1: was like i don't have any clean g's and like why And was like because i had three wet dreams
0: (laughs) (laughs) i didn't even know how it was possible i'm like i'm like well clearly i'm wanking off way too much because i haven't had a wet dream like
1: in months (laughs) it was amazing like like there were a few uh Obviously like right at the beginning of the mission where you just can't control it at all, right? But eventually, like I, 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 I tell people this sometimes. Like I didn't serve a Mormon mission, like I served a Buddhist mission, right? Like I foregate or I I like put off my natural desires for fourteen straight months, right? Like I achieved Zen like, for 14 no, 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 probably more like I can't I don't I don't have a number to it. But, like, from my second area on, like, never. Like, two straight years did not do it. That's <laughs> like, insane. I cannot believe dude. that.
0: <laughs> I think I maybe got, like, guilty, and I think I might have gone, like, a month
1: at the yeah. longest. <laughs> it's crazy. Oh, it's like nowadays, I it's like, wait, like, you're telling me I went, like, 16 months not doing that and not 24 hours? <laughs> <laughs> it's that unbelievable.
0: I know nowadays it's like yeah it, i'm i'm hitting that 24 hour mark i'm going to start like shooting people in the street like i can't take it anymore i'm i'm going to go postal if i don't get a nut i don't care if it's by my own hand or by whoever i'm with you know like it's happening
1: <laughs> yeah. well and like that's like now that you know i'm not like an 18 year old uh mormon missionary that's you know, kind of tripped up in the dogma of the doctor and like realized, oh, it's not evil. Like it's, it's, it's not evil at all. In fact, it's more of like a clarification.
0: Yeah. Tool. <laughs>
1: like Now yeah. it's like, oh, okay, cool. But like back then I was like, oh man, you're telling me like, I'm going to go to hell if I do this. <laughs> like I like, guess I better stop. <laughs>
0: like, right. And, and now that I've like, now that I'm not, you know, part of the church anymore, I've kind of thought back to some of the, the doctrines and stuff and how it's so, um, cut and dry, how it's absolutely none, uh, <clears throat> no masturbating, none of this, no drinking, no, you know, all, all these things where it's, like, absolutely unacceptable, or really, I think what they're doing is because they didn't want to leave it to interpretation, because they know that people are kind of too stupid to leave it to interpretation. <laughs>
1: oh, and, yeah, dude. And it's people true.
0: Are, well, it's anything with any kind of addiction. Anything can become addicting. And stuff, and so the reason that they really do that is so that you're not becoming addicted to pornography. You're not becoming, uh, you know, an alcoholic. You're not becoming uh, a drug addict or anything like that. And it's to try and protect the people because if they were to say, like, okay, like, let's say you went on a camping trip and someone brought, you know, uh, a a 30 rack of beers and you had two of them, are you – are, are you really doing such a bad thing? No. No. Right. But they just don't want to leave it to interpretation.
1: Bingo, and yeah.
0: And so the same goes for, you know, masturbating and stuff. It is a very primal, natural thing. Wick, we, we are animals at the end of the day. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, but they, oh, don't, yeah. they don't want you, uh, you know, getting so, like, obsessive about it to the point where uh, you take sounds of your girlfriend masturbating and put it on an SD card and <laughs> plug it into your phone,
1: <laughs> so that you can. It's not whack not off that it. that's like ever happened
0: before. Right? That's yeah, a no. Random I'm, uh, example
1: you're, it's you're a throwing. It's a very
0: out. random example. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, dude! I tell you what, like people from the outside world look in on the Mormon church, particularly like Mormon young men and missionaries and think like they they, they equivocate them to like nuns or to monks, right? Right. Yeah. No, like no, not even close. Like if you could just be a fly on the wall <laughs> for what goes down in missionary apartments, like you would be shocked, right? Oh
0: yeah. I, I think like for the first I think every area I went to, it became like my own little tradition Um, When I would get a new companion, I would kind of try and break them by doing something simple that wasn't necessarily a rule, but it should have been. And I would dump a bunch of rubbing alcohol into the toilet and I would light it on fire. Hey, you did that with me <laughs> yeah exactly i would set the toilet on fire and play with fire just to set a precedence like yeah this shit's gonna be wild just trying to ease you into it i like to burn things
1: <laughs> that's pretty genius of it man like it really is because uh I, I if i remember correctly we did that together like our first day and Easily. from that point on like we are the best of friends, right? Our companionship was great because of that. But had you not done that, who knows? Maybe, like, it would have been weird. <laughs>
0: yeah, I was like, all right, so... Toilet's on fire. What did you do?
1: So <laughs> <laughs> like, I tried to go to the bathroom and it was on fire. It's like, what'd you do?
0: <laughs> I did that with, uh... Oh, shoot. I, I believe I did that with, uh... Elder Jarman. And I, uh, <laughs> We had gotten Taco Bell, and it was, like, the first or second <laughs> night, and <laughs> I set the toilet on fire. And um, I come out, and I'm like, dude, Elder, come quick. You shouldn't have let me have Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> he comes in there. The bowl is just ablaze. He's like, how did Taco Bell do that? my like, dude, it does not agree with me.
1: <laughs> um, dude, that's totally him to, like... Like, look into that too, be like, Wait, did that really just happen?
0: <laughs> no kidding. I was like, I'm like, Nah, and I flush it. I'm like, I just set it on fire.
1: <laughs> well, I chances are, that was actually probably pretty good for that toilet, too. Yeah, <laughs> it no probably case. purified it, it, it much more than we ever did.
0: It needed a deep cleanse. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I, uh, I really messed up the sink in Rocky Mount because I filled the sink full of. Uh, rubbing alcohol, and I set the sink on fire, and it, like, cracked, like, the porcelain, or fake porcelain, (laughs) or whatever, and it was, like, all brown and charred. (laughs)
1: Uh, that Rocky Man apartment was crappy as it is. I'm sure the smell of rubbing alcohol through the vents didn't feel too (laughs) different.
0: (laughs) It's, uh, yeah, for real. That place was, like, a dungeon, dude. Like, there was one window. Oh,
1: Yeah, that was a rough one, especially in the winter, because that's when I was there, and I was like, man, like, it's already dark outside, but, like, it's dark in the mornings for me, too, and I have to sit in here and, like, read the Bible for two hours like, <laughs> give
0: me a break. I don't think I studied once the whole time I was there. I <laughs> fell asleep every single day. Yeah, you're like, what
1: are you talking about?
0: <laughs> I, I maybe studied, like, the full two hours on my mission a handful of times. Like, I can count on maybe two hands how many times I stayed awake for studies. <laughs> Like, (laughs) I would make it about 15 to 30 minutes in and then just, like, drool all over whatever book I was reading. (laughs) I'm just out.
1: (laughs) That's amazing.
0: Dude, he just woke up. Like, are you kidding me? Like, I'm going to sit here and read, like, arguably the most, like, boring books ever written.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah, like, it's – I mean, like, disclaimer here, if anyone ever listens to this, like, I'm still very much a member of the church and, like, all that shebang. But, like – i get it, you know like i get why there's criticism towards the church and one of those things being it's like yeah like i'm not going to sit there and just like tr- like lick my chops at the opportunity to read the scriptures like, <laughs> <laughs> it, it's hard for a reason like it's not a, like yeah. if it was easy everybody would be doing the sort of thing <laughs> so, yeah, I, yeah. I feel back like that we had to like wake up at 8 a.m to do that and they gave us like a half hour to exercise before that just yeah, yeah it
0: exercise. I also didn't do that a whole lot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no one did. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, I would just go lay on the couch and sleep for like an extra half hour.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah it's just a change of venue is all it is you know, <laughs> yeah it's like, i'm, up, I'm up and then just go sit on the couch
0: <laughs> yeah i'd go watch a uh church movie and fall asleep <laughs> i would do that for my studies like the entire time i'd like watch <laughs> i would watch um oh shoot what was it called the testaments or something <laughs> oh,
1: classic <Now> yeah classic. <laughs> <laughs> There was a spell where I was getting really good at, like, waking up and going for a little run, but Elder uh, Wank wouldn't, like, he was just so lethargic, he couldn't even move his body. <laughs> so, like, he would go sit on the porch with a blanket over his head and watch me run circles in the parking lot <laughs> for, like, a half hour. <laughs> uh. Oh, that's
0: awesome. Yeah, I remember you uh, <clears throat> were really into, like, running up and down the stairwell when I was with you oh, and yeah. stuff. And you're like, I'm just going to leave the door open. I'm like, I really don't care. You're just running up and down the stairwell. Well,
1: we do that at night, too. Like, we yeah. wouldn't even go in the morning. We just go at night afterwards and just, yeah. like, go for a little jog or something. But it'd be upstairs. <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, man. But, uh, shoot, what was I going to say? Oh. um it, it, It's so funny to, like, think back to, like, those times and how – um important things were, uh, emphasized towards you? Like, Oh, you have to do this to be obedient. You have to, and you look back and you're just like, that's so dumb. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh.
1: No. Yeah. And I always think about it like all the time. Um, you know, I, I would, first off, I would love to go see like how missionaries, um, like how their schedules and how their daily routines and how the culture of being a missionary has changed. Cause I think, if I understand correctly the church has been doing a pretty good job at like correcting some of those um very rigorous like
0: this just structural arbitrary ideas
1: yeah like for, for example my, my my brother he um he got back from his mission over two years ago but like he was out right when the church made the structure to the daily schedules they made a change there and the oh, structure okay. so, like yeah you like p days were all day apparently
0: like you well, did
1: not shitty. have to yeah, which is amazing, right? Like, yeah. gosh, that would save me so much depression. Like, the- <laughs> <laughs> and like uh, they did new things. Like, there was there was a lot more leniency and like member meals. Like, how long you could stay and like hang out with the member or something. I can't remember, but looking back, I always think I'm like, man, my mission would have been so much probably more enjoyable if I wasn't stressing about these uh, like arbitrary rules that really exactly. don't change the outcome of events on my mission
0: exactly and that's why I never took them seriously and for some reason therefore I was declared you know a troubled missionary who was disobedient (laughs) I'm like what the fuck like if I were to go back out there now I would not be very disobedient at all yeah oh
1: yeah it's, was like, sorry that I emailed my family, which is, by the way, the most important unit of the church or the gospel. Barely, <laughs> no for kidding. For 15 minutes. <laughs> like, come
0: on. No kidding. And, like, now they can, like, call home basically whenever they feel they need to. And Incredible. stuff. Like, they basically probably don't even email anymore. They probably just make phone calls, like, if they can. Yeah. And I'm, like, okay. dude, I feel like I was in fucking NOM. And, I, and I'm like, you don't know shit about dick, goddammit. Like, I was in the shit. I was in the trenches, motherfucker. Where the fuck were you? You were still in daddy's nuts. It's like,
1: <laughs> like, at least the military can FaceTime their family. <laughs> like, we
0: don't get to. Back in fucking Uh-oh. Saigon, man. <laughs> Charlie was all around us, man. I didn't have time to fucking Skype home to mommy and poppy.
1: So true. Oh, well, and I always think about it this way too. I'm like, like I said, I think the church is improving this, and like, I think there's cultural changes happening. But if you look into it, like, missionary work is the worst business model in the world, right? Like, it, 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 depending on, I guess, what the business is. If the business is like seeking out conversions and bringing people into the church, like, you're telling me you're going to send like two 18 year old teenagers to go knock on doors of people who already hate them and like oh. reel them in like, <laughs> like, 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 it never happened. Right. Like it's no. like, it's just, there's not, like, it's not worth the financial investment or the time investment, but we act yeah, like, you know, I always think that I always be thinking that in the back of my head when being in a zone meeting. Right. And then every zone meeting be me the same old crap. Like you just need to have more faith when you go out knocking doors. Or you need to go knock until nine p.m. I'm oh like, my god! I don't know. I, I don't think that's gonna work.
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it, it's so silly. And then like, I remember being basically set up on like a sting. Um, I talked to Matt about this when I was down in Utah a couple weeks ago. Because I was telling uh, I was telling Donna about like some of my mission experiences and just like how it kind of, like, mentally just messed me up and made me have lots of trust issues because there was uh, there was a certain missionary who I thought was my friend, and he was the zone leader and stuff. I'll say his fucking name. I don't give a shit. Like, you can fucking lick my sack, Elder Roly, Fucking whatever... <laughs> You ginger-headed <laughs> fuck.
1: <laughs> who, I remember that name, but I can't remember who that is.
0: Yeah, I'll say it right now. I'm pretty sure he's removed me from all social media because I'm no longer a member of the church, so he can fucking blow my asshole out. Like, <laughs> uh. <laughs> that sounded gay. I'll blow his ass. Whatever. Um, anyway. <laughs> um, so, yeah, he basically set up, like, a sting operation, and he he caught uh, Elder... Er, <laughs> He caught Matt at uh, Chick-fil-A because they were out past uh, their time on P-Day. And we were going to come down to Huntington to like we were like hanging out with them at the mall and stuff. And like we were going to go like uh, I think we were supposed to meet them somewhere else. And basically we just get a text from uh, from Matt. And it said, change of plans, meet us, meet us at the Chick-fil-A in Huntington. And we're like, okay, I thought we were going to the mall. That's what it was. Yeah, that's what it was. We thought we were going to go to the mall. And uh, we get there, uh, me and my companion, and I see, like, the windows, like, they're white, like, it's dark outside, and it's it's lit up inside, so I can see everything inside the Chick-fil-A. And um i see i see matt sitting in like gym shorts and a t-shirt and he just looks sadder than shit (laughs) like he looks so so defeated (laughs) and and then i see the zone leader's car and i see them sit down at the table with them and i just see matt shaking his head and he mouths like through the glass i'm sorry (laughs) And I'm, well, like, so, I'm like, like, what the fuck, dude? <laughs> so I'm like, should we just bail? Like, we're clearly being set up here. So, like, they, the zone leaders made them text us to show up there. And because uh, they were, like, suspicious that we were, like, disobedient or whatever. So they are like, we're going to get two birds stoned at once, and we're going to catch the Point Pleasant elders at the same time. <laughs> and so, <laughs> yeah, we, I was like, whatever, we'll just go in there and hash this out. And I go in there <laughs> and stuff. And they're like, what do you have to say for yourself, other combi? And I'm like, say what? I'm like, dude, I didn't do anything wrong. Like, if you're thinking, like, commandments-wise and stuff, I'm like, I'm meeting up with my homie to hang out on P-Day. Like, it's fucking P-Day. Like, you can give me one day. And he's like, yeah. "He's like, you don't feel bad at all? I'm like, no. And I'm going to go get a chicken sandwich. And I got, it. <laughs> and I got a, chicken a chicken sandwich.
1: Dr. Pepper. <laughs> like, for when he said, What do you have to say for yourself? You should have just been like, oh, I'm going to get another a chicken sandwich with a doctor. <laughs> just walk away.
0: I love uh, that. Dude, video. That's,
1: that's, what's funny about that story, man, is like, I wasn't there. I, I didn't experience it, right? But I can see perfectly how that went down, right? From Matt mouthing, like, I'm sorry, to like the <laughs> internal guilt, to like, the the conniving on behalf of the zone leaders, like, I know what that feels like. And I do not doubt any bit of that story because that is all you go through on the mission over and over and over again.
0: Yeah, like, I'm sorry you're mad. Like, I guess that's what I'm sorry for.
1: (laughs) I was like, I'm at Chick-fil-A. It's the Lord's Restaurant. Is this a sin? It's
0: a sin to get Chick-fil-A? Suck my nuts, (laughs) dude.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah.
0: Yeah, so... And, and and I thought the Elder Roly was like my homie before that, and he sits me down and tries to talk to me like a toddler. And I was like, I was like, bro, I'll just tell you this right now: like, I am not going to be friends with you outside of the mission. Like, you're a fucking snake. Like, I do not like. You're not a homie at all. And I'm like, I think you're, I think you're a dirty little rat and stuff. I'm like, so don't consider me your friend.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, and like ultimately, if. Like, you were to break it down and you'd be like, so why are you mad at me, Rolly? And he would say, because you were out not doing the Lord's work. And it's like, well, hey, neither were you. Like, yeah, yeah. you were out conniving to get me. Like,
0: You want some chicken?
1: Was, like, was your goal accomplished? Like, did, did, did bringing people into Christ happen? No. So, like, what's,
0: I know. what's going on? And I'm pretty sure he ordered a chicken sandwich, too. And I'm like, well, what the fuck is this? <laughs>
1: Alright, well screw it, we're already here.
0: <laughs> exactly. I'm like, you're getting the chicken sandwich too. What the hell's the difference? <laughs> you're like, oh well, when in Rome?
1: Like <laughs> This chicken sandwich is made with a little dose of righteous indignation. You're just pure <laughs> sin.
0: <laughs> I'm chastising you, so it's okay.
1: <laughs> oh, give me a break. Yeah, yeah that's that's good. That story is hilarious. Like, my favorite part is Matt, man. Matt's got a heart of gold. Like, is like I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's like, they made us. And I'm like, it's okay, dude.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, Well, tell you what, man, you ought to have Matt on here and tell the car story. Oh, on
0: really 100%. Great. I kind of talked to him about that when I was in Utah. I'm like, I kind of want to call you sometime and get you to divulge the entire story about your car surfing. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> incident where you knocked out your own team. I don't
1: know if that is or not isn't under the wraps still, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it
0: could still be an open case in the state of West Virginia.
1: <laughs> A hit and run. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Now oh, uh, we've boy, been waiting to get to know. the oh, bottom God, of sorry. that
0: that lamp. <laughs> that that light pole that got knocked down on i-15 and you pretty much just narrowed it down there buckaroo so where's a warrant out for your arrest and where we're, we're going to send we're going to send u.s marshals out there to idaho and wrap up your little podcast <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, seriously. It's, like, it's either the west virginian police are going to get us or like Whoever the church police are. <laughs> they're going after Matt.
0: The Mormon mafia <laughs> is after us. Yeah. Well,
1: they're gonna come, it's gonna be like this journey to detail or detailed uh, way they get there, right? It's gonna take all this effort. All they're gonna do is walk up to Matt, rip off his sticker that says honorable return, and be like, I hope you've learned a lesson and then walk away. <laughs>
0: He's like, that. Wait, that's okay. it? <laughs> Ugh. Oh, God. Was there is there any other uh, mission stories you have that you really want to tell that maybe you've remembered recently? or I You have a better memory than me, so I don't remember what you told the last time you were on the podcast.
1: I'm pretty sure that I told the free pizza story. Um, there's one I wanted to ask you about that I wanted you to tell, oh, but now yes. I can't remember what it was. Oh, uh, dang it. Dang it, yeah. It's a... Uh... Oh, yes, yeah, yeah, this, this this one. So, when... I can't remember who your companion was. Um, he was a Hispanic fellow. He had a Hispanic name. I can't remember... Chavez? That. Yep, that's the one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to hear the story about how, obviously, like, you were in turmoil serving with him, and you tried to get yourself hit by a car, like, while you were out driving. <laughs> <practicing. laughs> that story is one that I would love to hear.
0: So, okay, yes. So... Elder Chavez was my uh, second companion when I was in uh, Withville, so I had just, excuse me, I had just uh, gotten done with training in Cape Spring, Virginia with uh, Elder Cameron, who he was just he was an awesome dude, like just a genuinely good, fun dude, and I was not super obedient with him, but uh, I got with old Randy, old Randy Chavez. And <laughs> I love that. Randolph Luis Chavez, the third, if you really want to know, <laughs> or maybe it was junior. I can't remember,
1: but, um, it's like the name of a revolutionary, man. Like it when you hear really about like, like all the Mexican revolutions, like that sounds like a guy that led one of the, uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, protests. Against he fought at like the Alamo.
0: He definitely fought at the Alamo. <laughs> <laughs> So he he was a piece of work. He was he was one of those missionaries where he was beyond obedient to the point where it was just absolutely obnoxious. Like just horrible. <laughs> and he would get mad at me if like I didn't if I didn't get us back to the house at nine o'clock. Or something like if it was like nine ten, he's like, "Well, we were out a bit late," and I'm like, "What the hell? Like, are you kidding me right now?" And yeah. So I was so miserable going from one of like the coolest companions besides you, obviously, and um, <laughs> oh golly, thanks. <laughs> oh golly, <laughs> going to him who he was just a was, it was like hell on earth, and he was so awkward. Even if it wasn't. <clears throat> Being on a mission, I would have not liked this kid because he was so socially awkward and just weird and total dweeb. And so I – we would go uh, walking a lot when we were running low on miles. And so uh, we were walking to this place that had a potential investigator. And I was so done and so homesick that uh, I just would start reading. I I didn't care to read the Book of Mormon, but I figured, hey – if I'm reading the Book of Mormon and I'm not paying attention where I'm walking, then I'm doing a good thing. And maybe, maybe I'll be protected. But if I'm not protected, maybe I won't die. And so I just started – I was walking on the sidewalk and just ignoring him. And I just start walking into a crosswalk at like the busiest intersection in the town by the Walmart. And I just start walking into the intersection. And I just hear, burr, burr cars just whizzing past me and stuff and i don't i don't flinch a bit i'm just like letting the cars whiz past me and i'm like damn it They didn't hit me like, <laughs> cuz i wanted to i wanted to either um okay like as dark as it gets like i wanted to end my suffering number one <laughs> or potentially get injured to the point where they would send me home until I recovered and get a new <laughs> companion or I would lie and say that um like he pushed me into traffic <laughs>
1: That'd be a good one, man. I didn't even think about that. You can totally twist it on them. <laughs> Who are they gonna believe? <laughs> I'm literally in tears right now because like it's such a dark thing, but like it's funny because it's true. <laughs> like, just, like, there were so many times I was like, man, if I like tear my ACL playing basketball tonight on P-Day, like wouldn't be the worst thing. <laughs>
0: yeah, I get home. I get home real fast.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> So I I wanted to get hit by a car so that I would get sent home. And so I I, I threw all care and regard. I threw all regard for my well-being out the window just so I could be sane.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That story just speaks volumes. Like the emotional turmoil that those freaking yeah. LDS missionaries go through.
0: Exactly. Like, you want to know what it's like to be a missionary? I went, I was 100%, like, blatantly suicidal.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> and no that's one did amazing. anything.
1: <laughs> Dude, that's how I was with my first companion. Like, uh, my trainer, he, uh, like, granted, he was brand new just like me, so he was, like, very much just the greeny green, like yeah. thought that if you disobeyed any rule in the white handbook, like you were losing a baptism. If you've lost a baptism, that means you were like losing somebody. You're, you, someone's salvation was on your head sort of thing. Just so twisted. But anyway, man, being with him was the most depressed. Like I've ever been in my life. Oh, like, uh, like, I remember for some reason, like I had this strange belief um, that all of a sudden just like, Placed itself in my mind, and for some reason, like I had thought that I was never going to be happy again. Um, oh, I had thought that like my whole life was a series of being depressed and sad, and then like always having something to cover it up with, and not knowing that those cover ups were helping me, right? But then yeah. you get on the mission, and there's no more of those cover ups anymore, right. right? Like, there's like I'm sad. I'm gonna go play Xbox, or I'm sad. I'm gonna go have dinner with my family, right? You don't have those anymore, no. and so you're just you're just stuck with some guy you hate, right? And uh, it was so sad because I got to the point where, like, not only did I think that um, I had been living my life that way, but because I now recognized that, like, it was only little like uh, cover-ups that were helping me be happy my whole life. I legitimately like had this existential crisis where I believed that. I would never be happy again. And like the, the next best thing that could happen is like dying and seeing what happened on the other side. Like, Lord. As a 15 year old, I was like, wow, this is what depression is. Like that... I'm not like I'm not suicidal in the sense that I'm serious about it. I'm suicidal in the sense that like it sounds like a good idea. Yeah. Like this crazy. Like this is insane what we're going through. That and luckily got out of it bothers. after a few months but, like it was crazy. Like, I had to call president Pitt, like every night for uh, probably like I want to say two weeks before I finally got okay, but still not totally over it. And then, like I say, it took me about three months being in the mission to get out of that spell. But within that time, though, I would always sit think the same thing: like, man, P day, I hope we go fishing, and like, I hope something really bad happens to me because I just want to go home. <laughs> and even if I go home, I don't know if I'm going to be happy again. Like, but I just, I, I, I want to get out of here. <laughs> That's all I want. Oh my
0: <laughs> gosh, it's so dark when you think about it, and it's oh, like. Yeah. You can't believe that you did it for so long.
1: Yeah, it's amazing. It's like, I'm pretty sure I had more willpower when I was 18 than I do now. (laughs) No kidding. It's amazing.
0: Yeah, knowing what I know now, there's not a chance I could go back.
1: No. Oh, no. Yeah, I have... Do you have those, like, nightmares where you wake up in a cold sweat and you're out there again?
0: Oh, 100%. Yeah, dude. It, It is straight up, like, shell shock kind of stuff. Like, it is PTSD. Like... It's like it's like a war vet when the fireworks are going off on Fourth of July. Yeah. Like oh. anytime I see I've I've like seen a preach my gospel book at my parents and I'm like oh god, get it away oh, yeah. from me. <laughs> oh yeah, dude,
1: I haven't read PMG in five years now. Like haven't yeah. even touched one. Like yeah. not because I hate it, not because I disagree necessarily with anything. I'm just like. Too many bad memories. Like, how many <laughs> times, like, just having to sit there and act like I wanted to read that thing and act like I could use everything that was in there to make me happy again. Like, exactly. Yeah. But, um, that all being said, the mission's amazing. I mean, like, I would <laughs> trade it for anything in the world, you know?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I can't even take it seriously. <laughs> no, I, I do tell people, like, even if I have, like, left the church, I get a lot of people, especially. <laughs> especially people that aren't members of the church um, or are also ex-Mormon, and they ask me, like, when I tell them, like, hey, I went on a mission and stuff, it was crazy, and they're like, oh, my gosh, like, do, do you regret growing, going? And I'm like, absolutely not. Like, absolutely not. I, w- I think it was the best thing I could have done for my self-development. I, not spiritual stuff totally aside, like, my self development and believing in myself and realizing that i am capable of enduring very hard things and also um that you know i just have uh uh how do i put it I, I, i guess like i have an ability to withstand a lot of opposition and trials and um Yeah, I I can be away and uh, isolated alone for two years and still manage to survive. Oh, yeah. And it it brought me out of my comfort zone, too. Like, I was kind of, I don't know, it was was really hard for me to, like, just approach strangers and start talking to them. I think everybody is kind of that way to an extent. But uh, I really, uh, for lack of a better term, like, blossomed in that aspect and... I'm. I'm not really nervous to talk to strangers anymore because of that. Like, if if there's anything I got out of my mission, I would say the social skills are the the most important thing that came there from it. Go.
1: Oh, dude, I'd agree with you a thousand percent. Um, yeah, like, you know, it it wasn't an amazing experience, but I would like 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 I said, it, it was more just like an amazing. Uh, like transformation almost, I don't know if that's the word, yeah. like it was it was such a pivotal experience, like it wasn't a fun thing, but it was so pivotal, like, like you said, had I not gone, I wouldn't even be close to being as like prepared for the rest of my life or mm-hmm. as intelligent as I am, and I'm not saying that I'm intelligent, I, I, I definitely don't think that I'm like exceptional in that realm, but like, I get scared thinking, what if I didn't go, like, I'd be even dumber than I am now, you know, like, <laughs> there's no just so kidding. much you learn about yourself and life by, by going out there and straight up suffering, you know, like, yeah. I think that's kind of almost the point in a weird way,
0: but yeah, no, I, I, I do kind of understand that part of it too. Now, uh, as the older I get and, you know, I, I view myself the same way. Like, um, you know, I, I definitely know that I'm not like intelligence is not my strength and stuff, especially when it comes to, uh, academics and, and everything. But, because of my mission i can't imagine like how dumb i would be just overall had i not developed the social skills and basically i can convince people just because of my social skills that i am intelligent whether the truth is otherwise or not <laughs> cuz like i can convince a lot of people that i'm intelligent just by smooth talking but in reality i'm a fucking dipshit like <laughs> <Bingo>. <laughs> right there with you man <laughs> like i still die laughing at fart and wiener jokes more than anything
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like here we are trying to act like we're intellects and put on an adam sandler movie and you've, you've got us you, you know <laughs> got me.
0: like it's my weakness i'll just be like ha ha oh he said retarded <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that guy got hit in the head with a coconut <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly uh, like dumb humor will always get me
1: oh yeah so. it's so funny <laughs> but yeah it's, it's like I, I was thinking while you're saying that it's like it's almost like the mission i guess it makes you more intelligent but it also just like, it, it it makes you more wise almost like yeah it gives you you're wisdom. wisdom through suffering that's maybe the word i'm looking for is, is wisdom because like yeah i would say that like the experiences after i went on my mission and i could look back and think about things and what i would have done differently that was like pure intel. like you're learning things right but you're also gaining wisdom by doing it and I think that's. I think wisdom is actually probably more important than intelligence in the long run. But uh, 100%. that's what missions so good for us, is just developing your own sense of like personal wisdom for life.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I I agree with that wholeheartedly. Like, um, you you can tell, you know, there is a lot of people out there that you know they go to college and you know they get all these degrees and um, you know there's very difficult uh, like academic fields and stuff and it's grueling homework and all that and then you talk to them and it's like are you fucking retarded like (laughs) you might yeah yeah, you might be able to you know do this sort of math equation and this algorithm and whatnot but you have no social skills whatsoever and you're awkward as hell and no one wants to be around you seems pretty lonely to me i'd rather you know be socially and emotionally intelligent To the point where I can always be surrounded by good people and be able to sort out who is good and who is bad and have a much more fulfilling life than that of having this, you know, extravagant degree and, you know, maybe being very wealthy, but having like a kind of boring life, you know?
1: Right. Oh, yeah, dude. Academia at large is a bubble. And and I don't know anything about it. I've never been inside of it other than like, you know, getting an undergrad degree. Right. but from what I've learned and heard and, and the people I've brushed shoulders with like, you know, what is knowledge if you have zero wisdom to it at all, right? Like, mm-hmm. Oh, that's cool that you know everything about like the law or whatever. And you're this great law professor who lives up in the ivory tower and, you know, is, is higher beard, but highly revered by everyone. But like, no, one likes, you. <laughs> like, no <laughs> exactly. one likes you. And you're also like confined to that one area of expertise. Like you have absolutely zero, um, I guess, well-roundedness to yourself. So yeah, yeah it's, it's uh, yeah. I wouldn't trade it my e- life for that. That's exactly.
0: All <laughs> exactly. And also just like life experience from being stupid and making mistakes. That's what really gives like true wisdom. It's like, let me be an idiot. I'll figure it out. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: totally. That's exactly
0: There right. are some lessons that can only be learned by making mistakes and by being a dumbass. <laughs> so to speak. Bingo. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Or, like, on top of that, too, like, learning from others' mistakes as well. Like, if you're just the guy that, like, is an intellect and only surrounds yourself by, quote-unquote, intellects, right? Yeah. You never learn other people's mistakes either. Like, sometimes you don't even have to make a mistake; You just see someone else do it, and you're like, oh, great. But if all you're doing is staying within that bubble of people who are just like you, um, yeah. yeah, you won't get that opportunity either.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, you, you look at some people, and it's like, like yeah, I had my uh, you know, first kid when I was like 18 and it's like, oh why? It's like I should have known that she was crazy, man. She started like pulling my condoms out of the trash oh. can and shoving them up inside of her. <laughs> it's like, you got to flush your condoms. I'm like, as not a, that is not a lesson I knew I <laughs> I needed to know, but thank you. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
1: yeah. it's, it's funny how that one is like what you get duped on right like that's a heavy hitter like it's not like oh yeah some guy got me to invest in some uh startup and i lost a bunch of money but it seemed really great it's like no, she. This person literally told me I had to like have a baby with them. And I don't know. I just wasn't really thinking clearly. It's like, Wait, what? <laughs> you had a baby?
0: Should have known she was crazy. Yeah, she was poking holes in all the condoms. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah there was some writing on the wall.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that's totally like a hyperbole. Like that's an extreme, but like that's the kind oh, dude, of stuff calmer. that you learn from people with being social. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yes. Yeah. Seriously, they're like it is a hyperbole, but it's, I mean, it almost isn't when you're talking about, like, if we're keeping it within the uh, the demographic of like, I, I would say BYU even, you know, like <laughs> so many kids get married at age 20 and then have kids and like, a lot of them it works out fine and that's great and good on you. Like my brother got married really, really fast and he has a great life, but others, like I can name a thousand people I know right off the top of my head were like their life took a huge setback because of, those mistakes you know what i mean like i won't say yeah. it wasn't like all labeled as a mistake i guess because you know to them they probably wouldn't say that they'd say oh well it's a great learning experience i learned so much about myself and i'm like man i don't know i i didn't have to experience that to know that it was dumb yeah you know, like yeah hey, so, like you,
0: yeah, you gotta know. just be able to suck up and uh put aside your pride and say like yeah i was a dumbass and i was horny bingo yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's what it comes down to at the end yeah. of the day <laughs> I, w- I was horny i should have gone down to vegas and gotten a uh, marriage and boned that night and then got it at old
1: <laughs> sure yeah i mean whatever it takes like i'd rather have that happen like have you have a kid who you don't care about or love exactly like, exactly
0: uh, or hey just do some soaking some good old classic soaking
1: <laughs> the old dock and soak, <laughs> the old dock and soak. Oh, i can't like sometimes i'm ashamed that like <laughs> But that, that's my college, right? That's my school. And people around the world know that that's a thing. And they're like, where do they do that again? Like, oh yeah, Provo. And I'm like, Oh yeah, I've never been there before. That's yeah, weird. <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm not an alum or anything.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's unbelievable. But So funny. Oh well.
0: Uh well, buddy, we're at about hour and twenty. Um, is there anything else you wanted to share on the podcast?
1: I'm sure there is. Um but I don't know if anything's immediately to mind. What we might have to do is I might have to like sit down and like, I think I came in this one actually kind of blind because I thought it'd be fun to see what we ended up just talking about off the top. Mm-hmm. But uh, next time we go on, I'll actually think of like some stories we haven't covered before things we've gone over mm-hmm. and we can hit it there. But uh,
0: yeah, but yeah, man.
1: That's, I think that's all I've got. I was just curious. Are you doing anything fun for your birthday at, at, when you're out of, uh, like, quarantine? Or do you have any fun plans at all?
0: I have not that, thought that far ahead. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. makes right, sense. So how just, long are you stuck in your house for?
0: Probably another week. Yeah. So, kind of shitty. But yeah. I'm, I'm figuring it out with work. Because I was like, how am I going to get paid for this? Like, I need money. So I'm right. figuring that out and stuff. And basically, I'll get approved for, like, special COVID PTO and stuff so I'll get it taken care of but um, yeah it's mainly them just wanting to be safe so that they don't have to shut down the facility and stuff which I totally understand like I am negative like I tested negative but because I live with someone that is positive they want to wait until you know uh, his quarantine period is up and then I'll test again to see that I'm still negative and stuff and then then I'll probably be able to to return right. but it's a pretty pretty uh, good vacation i guess yeah, yeah <laughs> i'm guess uh, watching totally yellowstone right. on uh the nbc streaming app and uh i got this free game on playstation called shadow of war it's like this lord of the rings game and it's actually pretty oh, dude, entertaining. I've
1: heard great things about that game it's pretty
0: fun it's pretty fun <laughs> yeah <laughs> so, that's dope I'm just oh. J and my D like entirely too much, too. No.
1: Oh,
0: Getting in some self love.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's the way. That's, I'd say that's healthy terminology. Oh, <laughs> well, that's awesome, man. I, I hope you're having a great birthday, even though it's. Uh, this, you know, honestly. Your plan,
0: oh, dude. Getting to talk with you and especially getting to document. Uh, this for the for the podcast and stuff it's one it's a priceless uh it's a priceless gift so i'm so glad you're able to do it so you honestly you being available to do this is the best gift i could get so
1: oh shucks (laughs) well thanks the honor is all mine you know it's uh it's always an honor to be able to joy. i should say to be able to talk with you and it's fun hearing your voice like in real time you know because most times we talk now it's just on boxer but like yeah. you know you're talking and then like it's not an interaction and then i talk a couple of days later and right uh yeah it's fun to actually have a live conversation with you but you now for real if you're uh locked up again or if you ever get quarantine or if i'm in quarantine i'd be totally down to do this again because <laughs> what, what, what else are you gonna do right but, yeah
0: yeah no dude i a hundred percent. I might get bored later this week and be like, Hey, can you do that again? <laughs> yeah, we can do a part three. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, uh, I love you, buddy. And I'm, I'm so grateful for, um, for you in my life. And I'm grateful for, you know, the, the companionship that we had on the mission, but also that that just continued on into our lives today. And like, I'm just, I'm grateful that I have, um, you know, friends like you and Trevor and Matt that, uh, you know, you've displayed, you know, un uh, unconditional love. Because you know, there's a lot of people that probably wouldn't want to be as close to me because of my viewpoints on the church and my beliefs, and uh, or lack of beliefs thereof. And you guys still treat me the exact same. And that's something that any man should be, you know, more grateful than anything for, and stuff. It's truly like a brotherhood that I feel between um, you and I, and stuff. And it, and it's one of those ones that I even if I'm not even remotely close geographically um, or I don't get you to, to see you in person very often, you know, I know that that friendship always just picks up where it left off. And uh, it's one that i like, I never feel alone and stuff, knowing that I have friends out there that are always willing to listen to, especially you.
1: Alexa. Oh, thanks, man. I, um, every time you say something like that, like, it just means the world to me. And I hope you know, like, it's a uh... – it's all returned emotionally, like tenfold. You know, I, uh, we, we talk a lot about how, uh, or I mentioned a lot, how grateful you are for like Trevor Matt, and I, like for never like viewing you in a different way since you left the church. And that's all true. But like, honestly, it's not a hard thing to do. You know what I mean? Like you are you, like, I love you as a friend, not as a Mormon. Right. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> it's just, it's, it, it's, it's funny because it's almost like something I don't even think about. Right. Like, it's just not even there. Um, it's yeah. only when it's talked about, I'm like, oh yeah, like that, that is something that is unique about our friendship, but you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's so easy to be your friend because you're such an easy person to talk to. You're loyal, you're kind. You've always been there for me, man. And, yeah. Like I said, I, I definitely appreciate it and love you too, man. And uh-huh. I'm glad that we keep talking and that we still have this great relationship and you know, I hope someday soon we could actually hang out in person, but we'll see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> but until then, man, I'm down to just keep doing these and Absolutely. keep it up on Boxer and all those things.
0: I feel like the Grinch right now. <laughs> Max, <laughs> I'm, I'm leaking. feeling and I'm leaking.
1: <laughs> classic. absolute classic.
0: <laughs> all right, buddy. Well, I will talk to you later. Thank you so much for doing this with me.
1: Oh, thank you, man. Pleasure's all mine. All right, dude. Well, I'll talk to you
0: soon. Sounds good. Love you, man. All right. Love you too, buddy. Later. Bye. All right, thanks everybody for listening to Spare Parts. Uh, This is episode 21. Um, Yeah, you can't tell. Great man right there, and uh, it means the world to me. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed that. I hope there's not too much inside baseball for any people that are, you know, not Mormon, but I think we kind of explain things well enough that you can understand. Um, But yeah, uh, that's a little taste of some of the... Shit that goes on on the mission, and uh, you know, more importantly, that's a taste of you know, on the bright side, that's that's just the brotherhood that you can develop uh, out there and stuff, and it's it's one of the things that I'm probably most grateful for. You know, all lessons aside, um, I'm grateful for uh, the brothers that I've made when I was a when I was a missionary, and uh, especially Jaden, just a genuine, good-hearted man. And uh, someone that I will always respect. So thank you all for listening to Spare Parts. Uh, you know, subscribe, share with your friends and stuff. Really uh, not a whole lot going on right now because I'm kind of stuck at home. But I uh, hope you guys are enjoying what you're listening to. Hopefully the audio quality is a little bit better um, with this one. This one was kind of weird because I was juggling the the phone. Um, with the microphones, I kind of have just like a handheld microphone right now for myself. And I had the other one, uh, the the phone, closer to the condenser microphone. So hopefully there's not too much echo or, uh, you know, overlapping of our voices where it's hard to hear. But, uh, yeah, hopefully the gain's all right and shit. But, anyways, I'm just talking just to talk now. So thank you all, and I'll see you all later.